Hello and welcome back to the draft coverage here on First and Ten. Um, joining me today, we have got Ash. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you, bud. Looking forward to uh, doing these running backs? I am, yeah. It's a deep class. I'd, I'd probably say it's a little bit better than wide receiver class. Uh, maybe not quite as nice as the tight ends in some respects, but there is, it's very deep. So the actual draft will give us a, a clearer picture. I think come April, we'll have a clearer picture of how these guys rank more. But there is, um, it's very, it's quite deep. So there should be a lot of guys for your fantasy lineups and, and in your actual NFL teams that will get a look in. And uh, also today we have Miles. How are you, mate? Um, excited to talk about some running backs. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, especially we just finished free agency, so I mean, I think the running backs, sort of, I mean, basically get paid. I think that's a good indication that we've got a good class coming mm-hmm. up, and mm-hmm. just that I mean, people want rookie running backs now, don't they? Yeah. Um, right, we will go straight in. Uh, as with the other positions, we're just going to go from five to one, and then a little bit of chat about some of the others. Um, so we were chatting just before this; it was quite hard to um, split some of these. I feel like. I've had my top two, and then after that, it was sort of a bit of a cluster of good players that was hard to separate. But um, at number five, I went for Tajay Spears um, from Tulane. I mean, he's a bit of a weird player for me, but I think his potential just sets him apart from the others a little bit um, when I was sort of coming up the top five. I don't think he got the opportunity in the passing game that much, um, and there is obviously concerns there, but um, I think I've seen enough to think that he can do it at the next level. Um, he's a really powerful runner for his size. It's really good speed. Um, I mean, something that <laughs> so we, as I said, it's hard to split them, and I think you'll work out that I, I like a lot of speed in uh, running backs. Um, so yeah, that's uh, probably where it's separated them a little bit. But um, I think he's about that can work in almost any scheme. Really, I think he's going to be really versatile. I think for most teams, we'll be able to find a place for him. But um, I mean, Ash, I'll go to you first. I mean, what what are your thoughts on uh, Spears? Yeah, Spears. He kind of broke out a little bit at the Senior Bowl. Um, Nagy absolutely loves him. Uh, if you go, if you follow Nagy, or um, if you watched any of the Senior Bowl, he was probably the best running back down at the Senior Bowl. To be fair, um, very good in space, um, quick, um, kind of runs a bit upright. He's kind of taller than you think he is when obviously you see him as as a runner. Um, but yeah, I think that as a dynamic runner and as a guy in space, I think. An open field runner, I think, other than B B and I think that he is one of, if not close seconds, um, as an open field runner, to be honest. He can't dissect um in in tighter spaces, but give him an open field and he is electric. So yeah, uh, definitely a, a solid number five. Yeah. And uh Mars, a player you like? Yeah, again, he was in my uh, he was in my my guys article. He's someone that I've just really, really liked. Problem is now in terms of fantasy is that when I was doing my mock drafts in February, he was in like the fourth round, fifth round. Now everyone's now he's getting mocked into second. I'm like, right now everyone knows about him. Why did he have to be good? You know, why is everyone watching tape? Stop watching tape, okay? <laughs> Listen to me talk about how good they are after I've drafted him. But yeah, it's honestly he is so good and he what i like about running backs is contact balance and his is really good which is surprising because he's five foot nine but he's also weighs over 200 pounds so his contact balance is just incredible like he can just absorb a hit bounce off keep on going with a full head of steam 
He's got breakaway speed. He breaks <clears throat> arm tackles really well. Um, moving side to side laterally, he's actually quite quick at that to bounce runs outside. Um, and he's really patient and lets his block set up, which again is something a lot of rookie running backs are not very good at. Because oh, I'm in the NFL now. I'm going to take off and show everyone how good I am, and then they get stuffed to the line. But he's really patient. Um, and you can't actually tell that he's torn his ACL twice, but he is like, I'm not even worried about that because I just think he's, he's really, really good. Um, my only concern, my main concern is he's quite loose with the ball. Like when he's getting around players, it's kind of quite out and in the open and against USC and Cincinnati, he did fumble against both those teams. And I think that's quite telling because he didn't play for a power five school, but when he was against power five opposition, that's when he turns the ball over. So it's something to something to worry about, but the talent is undeniable. And again, as you said, when I was watching the tape, he's really versatile. He can play zone schemes or gap schemes. It doesn't really matter. Put him running north to south or bouncing runs outside. It doesn't matter. So yeah, I really like him. Um, yeah, great player. I mean, obviously, with running backs talking about where they're going to go in the draft is, I mean, it's a bit. Yeah, it's not really a reflection just, yeah. of what the that player is. But I mean, do you think he can go day two, or is he just we're looking later than that? It's it's so hard to pick, isn't it? With these, I think because of the injury history, I think they, I I think day two might be a stretch just because teams are a bit scared. And although he is really talented, he wasn't from a power five school and has a, a deep injury history. And I think teams don't want to just risk the draft I feel that he could happily he could quite easily get drafted behind another rookie running back a few a couple of rounds later and then beat them for the job I think that's very plausible but I just don't think that in the initial draft capital will be there because I I, I think teams might be scared of the injuries but yeah we'll see that's fair enough um next up at number four um I mean another another very very fast man I thought his name was Devon Achain, but I'm sure he said a different way of pronouncing it, but I want to go with Achain. Um, I mean, I think he has a bit of bus potential, um, but he is someone I really like. He's a bit undersized. Um, has a lot of potential, but I think he needs to show a bit more in the passing game, especially with that speed um, and being a bit undersized. I think that's going to be where he's going to be used a lot. Um, but with that speed, I just can't help but fall in love with him. I think it's like a 4 3 2 at the combine in the end, but. I mean, it's no surprise that he ran track as well. He's got so much big playability. Um, he could definitely be used in the return game, but I think he'll carve out a role in whichever offense he ends up in. Um, I think for fantasy purposes, it could be a bit frustrating as he could be a bit hit and miss at times, especially early on in his career. But um, I think as time goes on, I think that speed really jumps out. But he's got great vision and he's got a lot more than just that speed. But... Um, I mean, Miles, is is he a player you like? Yeah, um, he actually is quite decent in pass protection, which I was surprised at because of his size. So he does square off on his blocks quite well. And I think being good in pass pro is obviously really good for yeah. staying on the field and catching passes, which, again, he is decent at. So I think if teams aren't going to be scared of his size, he could actually carve out himself a bell cow role. But... I think just because of how deep the free agent class is, there's a good chance we don't actually see that until year three, year two or three, because they want to protect him in his rookie year or they just want to let a vet do a bit more. But yeah, he is, you know, he's obviously insanely fast. He hits the hole really well. Um, 
he obviously can't drag defenders with him. Like when when he's hit, that's that's the end of the play. Like he's he's kind of done then. But again, he's got you know the, the the he follows his blocks really well. Again, quite patient there. Lets his blocks set up. Um, but and he's not a short yardage back. He's an early down back. He's a first and ten guy. Second and eight, whatever. That's when you. That's when he gets the ball. Third and one, I would trust somebody else, and I think that's maybe where he might struggle. But in pass pro, he'll hold up. If you want to throw him the ball in third and one, that will hold up. But I just, I'm not sure that he's going to be the guy you want to hand the ball off at the goal line on. You know, third and goal, third and one, fourth and goal, whatever. But yeah, I do like him. Yeah, um, Ash, what are your thoughts on him? Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think like we we touched on it with kind of with Spears again. This guy in in light boxes will he could he'll just take it to the house really. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of like CJ Spiller back when he was at the Bills. Yeah. Um, that kind of electricness um in space that he's got. Um, but I think that I think it would be really suited to something like an outside zone scheme. I think that that's where it'll it'll be his bread and butter. Um, part of a, a committee, I, I personally think that he would be he would be shooting up draft boards or definitely locking himself into that late round one in fantasy if he lands in the Dolphins. Um, that would be perfect fit for him. For in my opinion, pick eighty four and third round looks like prime position really for him. Um, but that would be where I think that he will make most of his most of his money and you'll see the best out of him if he found an, an outside zone scheme and, and had some light boxes. And I think that somewhere like Miami, when you've got Waddle Hill, like that, that's going to be a light box. So yeah. I think that that would be a, a, a very good position for him personally. Yeah. He's um yeah, he's someone I've drafted and we've had a few rookie uh, drafts so far and I, yeah, I've got him everywhere really, but yeah, player I really like. Um, number three, um, we have Zach Charbonnet um, from UCLA. I mean, I think he's the sort of player that might split people a little bit. Um, he's probably the more traditional running back of this sort of bunch that I've got in my top five. Um, he's, he's big, he's powerful, he's fine in the passing game, but he's definitely a, just a, a downhill runner. Um, he probably lacks that top end speed that some of these other players have got um, that we'll be talking about today, but he's fast enough. Um I think he has potential to be a free down back. Um, he's more than serviceable as a pass catcher, but um, I think as a pass blocker, he's great. And like Miles said in the last, in a, on a, a chain that being a good pass blocker gets you on the field quicker. I think that's one of the quickest ways to get on the field as a running back, just being good in pass protection. I think he's got that, got that down. Um, I mean, he's been so productive in college and it's not a necessity, but I think it's great to have. It just shows that they can do it. And um yeah, I think he's a really, really solid running back that maybe isn't as exciting as some of these other players. But yeah, I think he's uh, just going to be a good running back in the NFL. Um, Ash, we'll start with you. Um, what, what what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, he's my he's actually my number two. I just think that you touched on it a little bit. I think that he's more of the complete running back as such. I don't think that you need to try and worry too much about the scheme that he's going to fall in. I think that wherever he gets drafted, as long as he's not stuck behind either a bad O-line or like a, 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 a huge group of running backs all with him, I think that he'll be able to carve out a role quite easily. Um, he's he's a lot better than some of the guys that 
exploded onto the scene last year where you've got Pierce and Algier that they've done really well, but he's he's loads better than them guys. So if he can if he can fall into the right spot, I think that he'll he'll do really well. I think that he reminds me, if I'm honest, if I had to do a player comp, he reminds me a lot of DeMarco Murray um coming out. Um and obviously he was a he had amazing uh, fantasy seasons in, in Dallas. That might be a spot for him, actually, to be honest. If you look at, I know there's a lot of talk that Dallas looking at Bijan, um, but that might be a more sensible option for Dallas, maybe get him in sort of high round three and round two, something like that. Um, I think that he'd do really well, work very well with Pollard. So that would be a very good landing spot, personally, for me, for him. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, Miles, wh- where do you have him uh, ranked amongst his running backs? Um, so from all the all the film I've watched, his film's the second highest graded after Bijan. So that tells you what it needs to tell you. Really. I I loved him last year. I thought he was going to declare last year, and I and I was so excited. And then I just I think this year I'm just, I'm honestly so excited. This year I've literally been like every single mock I've done in fantasy has been to try and work out a way to get to the spot where he's going to be because I love him. He does every like again what I love in running backs is contact balance and his is fantastic. It's like someone's trying to tackle a car. It's just ridiculous. Like he just it's like players just fall off him, you know? It's and he fights for yardage as well. It's like he can just carry four guys an extra yard if he needs to. And he's not fast, but I don't think he needs to be because He's good at everything else. He's a decent pass catcher. He's a great pass blocker. He steamrolls his way through through tackles, and it gets really good. You know, really good pad level. Even when he's blocking, when he's you know initiating contact, he's just great. He's a great runner, and I think that is just. I honestly think his he's behind Bijan. He's probably got the most complete skill set. Um, but I just think the lack of breakaway speed might be an issue. But I don't think it for me. It's not an issue, but. I'm looking at from an NFL team point of view, that might be an issue. And that also in terms of fantasy might, might, he might, you know, be paired with someone again, like Pollard, who's got the breakaway speed and that might not see him as a three down back. He might, you know, first down, third down sort of thing. So we'll see, but he is, he's not very agile either, but he's good at, he's good at everything else. And I love big physical running back. So yeah, very excited. Love him. Yeah, I think in terms of where he may end up drafted, it feels a little bit like Johnston in the wide receivers for me, where there isn't really anyone else particularly like him. Everyone else is obviously if we take the number one as the number yeah. one, we'll get to him soon. But out of everyone else, he's the yeah. he's the big sort of banger running back, isn't he? That you know, that more traditional guy who's just gonna yeah, pound it up the middle and yeah. Yeah, I, re- I really like him a lot. Um right, and number two. Um obviously disagreeing with you two, it sounds like. Um I have Jameer Gibbs, um, Alabama. Uh, he's not in the mould of the other Alabama quarterbacks, uh, running back, sorry, he was in recent years, is he? But um, I think some will see the size of an issue. Um, I think he's listed at like 200 pounds at combine, but I mean, he feels a bit small on that to me. Yeah. Um, but he is a player I really like. He's so explosive. Um, to me, he feels like the sort of athlete that in future years, especially of how undervalued the, the running back position has become, I think we'll see him playing somewhere else <laughs> on the field because... I mean, he's just such a good athlete, yeah. and um, yeah, he's a great pass catcher. I think PPR leagues, he could be a star really early on. Mm. Um, I mean, we don't see many bell cows these days, so that side of things doesn't concern me too much. Um, I think he's just—I think he's still good enough in the run game to be 
like the one A in a committee, really. But um, yeah, I do understand why people would have him down the list. But yeah, for me, yeah, I I, I really like him yeah. and that sort of electric sort of playmaking that he has is yeah, it's hard to pass up for me. Um, Ash, I mean, obviously you didn't have him as your uh, number two like me, but are you a fan of him still? Yeah, I am a fan of him. I, I think we talked um, previously on one of your fantasy pods, um, or probably around sort of October, November time, um, and then he was he just screams out Alvin Kamara personally. So I know there's going to be a lot of comps with that, um, but he is very very similar in how he, his style of run um, and just his usage in the passing game. Whereas, like you've mentioned, I think that he he, he will excel in an NFL team. Um, I think they could be going sort of anywhere between early round two to early round three, that sort of range. I think that there'll be a lot of uh, teams looking at where they're sort of missing in their regards to explosiveness in their back room. Um, and then they'll be targeting someone like him. I mean, I know there's there's been, you can say that he's a lot like Alvin Kamara. I don't think he'll end up going to somewhere like the Saints because I don't think they really need him. But I could see him potentially, uh, I say a prime pick would be somewhere like pick 67 at the moment is owned by the Denver Broncos, which obviously Sean Payton's now there. Um, Lombard, uh, Lombardi, that was the the old Chargers coach, obviously used Austin Eckler. If he, if he fell somewhere like that, um, I know they've got Javante, but that injury is quite bad um, and they'll need someone to take a little bit of the load off Um early doors so if he found fell somewhere like that i could see his fantasy um aspects being sky high i mean that's a gibbs fan i'll be very excited about that uh landing spot to be fair um miles what are your thoughts on gibbs um yeah i really i really liked him my main concern and again this is because i love it to see it is contact balance is his isn't really there like he gets hit and that's that's basically it. He can't really bulldoze his way through tackles. He has done it, but I just don't that's not really part of his game. And he's not a very good blocker either. So like he's okay, but I just feel like he might not hold up at the next level. But again, it, it gets the ball in an open field, it's a touchdown. You know, he's a really, really good catcher. He extends his arms like a wide receiver to catch the ball with his hands and not his body. Um He's just, yeah, I think in terms of the speed and pretty much everything other than the contact physical side, he is just really, really, really talented. Um, there was a really criminal miss block he had against Texas and he got his quarterback murdered. And it's just stuff like that that teams are going to pick up on. I know it's one example, but teams will pick up on it. His footwork is just phenomenal. Like, it's like, I don't know, it feels like it takes everyone an extra three steps to do what he can like turn a corner. He can do in like one, like he's just so agile in the open field. And he's, you know, even at the line of scrimmage, his blocks will set up and he'll want, he'll lose one straight away and he'll just pivot and swivel his hips, change his feet. And he's in a different direction. He's 10 yards downfield. And I just think that that speed, that agility, that's really impossible to ignore but so is the blocking and the contact balance. So for me, he's RB3, but not by much. And I do still really like him. Yeah, he's definitely um, got a little bit more bust potential than like Charbonnet, who is definitely that sort of safer prospect, isn't he? But yeah, I like Gibbs a lot. And yeah, I, I feel like I always go for upside with these sort of players, really, if I'm uh, if I'm picking, but it's a lot easier from my position. Um, 
I mean, number one, it's probably going to be one of the easiest uh, number one of these <laughs> top fives that I have all day. I, I, I won't talk too much about him because I'll leave that to you two. But I mean, he just has everything you could possibly want yeah. from a modern running back, I think. I mean, I don't think he's the most powerful back we'll see, but it's the only real knock I have him, on him. He's fast, he's elusive, he's great in the passing game. Um, he feels like he can take a touchdown every time he touches the ball, pretty much. I mean, he's just, I mean, I'm always going to be against taking round one backs on the whole, but if you're yeah, going to take one, then it needs to look an awful lot what looks like what B. Jan looks like to me. Yeah. If you're going to take one, make it make it someone like B. Jan Robinson. Um, Ash, and I mean, where does he where does he compare to some of these more like running backs who had come out in the last few years who have gone pretty high? Yeah, I think that we we t- we touched on it a little bit in the mock drafts and a few other things. Is that I think that he's a lot closer to Barkley than he is Najee Harris in regards to where he will be drafted. Because I know that everyone's saying about oh the draft uh, running back position is it as sought after, but this guy is so so close to Barkley. Like I can't see him dropping out if I'm honest. The top ten, and I know that sounds ridiculous because everyone's like running backs. You shouldn't you shouldn't be drafting running backs top ten? But we have seen it, and Najee went twenty one, so and he's he's like head and shoulders above Najee Harris. So, like, what what the, the what he's put up over the last couple of seasons? I mean, is just is just scary. What he did at the combine was scary. I think they set a PFF records um, last year, I think, with 104 broken ta- uh, tackles. It's like the most ever in a single season. Like, it's the, what he can do is just outrageous. So, I, I personally think he won't drop out the top 10. I just think that there's the, the draft this year is okay. It's good, it's deep, but it's not elite at the top. So, you kind of like scratching your head, like you said, with the top five. You're like, mm, you could have arguments for top five wide receiver don't, don't know who top five tackles top five even like top five qbs i know we're going to probably have four that go in the t- in the top 10 but once you start ticking off maybe one or two edge rushes and maybe Jalen carter if he, he might even fall if if the the character issues with him but he's is just clean and i think that that kind of will help him in this draft process and i, I personally think that he won't drop um Below, I know Chicago have just dropped down. So I personally think that that I think that um, Ryan Pace would that's the kind of player that he might go for. I think the Falcons as well, the, the team that is just ahead of him, they are so run heavy, it's ridiculous. And having somebody like him, Arthur Smith came over from the Titans. He's used to having the bell cow. He ran Derrick Henry to the ground when he was there. So. I think it kind of makes sense in some respect that he could he could go in either seven to uh, so sorry eight to um, the Falcons um, or seven um, nine sorry to the now the um, Chicago Bears. I think that's where he kind of falls. But as a prospect, he is so much closer to Barkley than he is Najee Harris, and I think that he is really a sure for. If you, I've heard a lot of people talk as well about whereabouts will he fall and whereabouts. Uh, they have him in for GMs in their top rankings, and most of them, have, most of the GMs have said that he is in their top seven players. So, if you're in your top seven players, personally, somebody who's picking in that top seven, I personally think will take him. So, let, the furthest he drops will be Chicago. That's that's just my opinion. That's where I'm going to try and that's 
probably what I'll be locked into in the whole draft process. I just can't see him falling any further than that. And uh, Miles, do you agree? Is he, is he going that high? I mean, I, I, I had him. I kept having him go at ten to Philly because I just think. But then they obviously then they picked they they picked up a free agent runner. They picked up Penny, didn't they? So now I'm not sure. But I I didn't personally. Again, again, this is my own personal bias. As I would never draft a running back before round three, but I know that teams are gonna. He is gonna go in the first round, and I don't. I mean, I can see a reason for every team from five to about. Every team from five can take him, and it would be plausible. But I personally, I feel like. He could go somewhere. Like I th- thing is, I actually think Atlanta would be stupid enough to take a running back at eight because they keep making luxury picks that they can't afford. Um, so I think they could do that. But I couldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he went somewhere like Washington. <clears throat> you know, because I don't know. I don't think they like. I don't really think they like their running back situation much today. And I don't think Brian Robinson is actually very good. And I think Bijan would be a good upgrade. Obviously, I don't think Green Bay would be dumb enough to take him there. New England don't value running backs that early. Um, Jets obviously just took one. Houston don't think they they move on from Pierce this early. Um, and Tennessee, if they trade Henry, that could be a spot. But I do think um, I do think now I have no idea. <clears throat> but I was thinking Philly. I was locked in on Philly, and now I'm like it, it's really up in the air. So. But I do think Atlanta are dumb enough to take a running back that early. So I do actually think that that could be a possibility. I don't agree with it, and I don't think they should. But I think that is a possibility. But I would not like it for them, really, because I just think there's so much wrong on that team that they need to fix and running back. All year was fine. If you're ready to compete, get an elite runner. But you're not. You've got so much you need to fix. So, yeah. But Bijan, for me, is just, yeah. The only problem I had with him was sometimes he tries to just house it every time and I'm like just pick up the three yards you need to get first down you don't need to try and bounce everything outside and run down the sideline but yeah he's just yeah everything he does he does well so there's not really much point in like analyzing him because it's just like I knew I was wasting my time watching his tape I still did it but yeah he's just yeah ridiculous but again because I don't value running backs as highly as I anyone really I'm I'm really struggling to see him go in the top 10 but I think Atlanta would be dumb enough to do that so maybe he does but I don't personally see it myself I mean that's that's the only real reason for him to drop is because he's a running back is it? it's not really yeah. anything else um, I mean that's the top 5 um, as you said there's plenty of players out there that I mean pretty interesting um, Ash any other any other names that you sort of really like the look of yeah um, I think I'm a I'm a big fan of Deuce Vaughan. Like I know mm, that he's very too. very small, but I think that he can carve out a role. I think that he could carve out a role similar to what Tariq Cohen did. Um, in some respects, um, I know Cohen had a horrendous injury, but I think Deuce is a little bit more stocky. There's a little bit more about him. I think that he'd be able to probably last a bit longer in the NFL. Um, Rashawn Johnson from Texas reminds me a lot of Chris Carson. Um a lot of Chris Carson, to be honest. Um, So he might go probably, I would have thought it'd be early day four as a, as a prospect. Um, But there's, there's plenty of guys. If you want a lightning quick guy, sort of one cut and go at uh, a Banakanda from Pitt, 
Mm. there's there is there is quite it's kind of pick your poison in some respects so there's so many guys that are what are you after as 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 a complementary back to what you've already got and i think that's where you kind of find where these some of these players will go um so there's evans from mississippi tucker from syracuse that there is there is plenty of guys that are capable of carving out roles in the nfl and it's just a case with all your fantasy drafts and bits and pieces, it would just be a case of where they land. And then you kind of get a bit more clarity with, with the rankings after the top five, in my opinion. Yeah. That's what happened with Pierce last year, wasn't it? It wasn't necessarily the best prospect. Not that he was bad, but you know, it was the landing spot was why he jumped up fantasy drafts. Mm -hmm. Um, Miles, anyone, anyone stands out for you? Um, Weirdly enough, I had Tucker and Evans right next to each other on tape, but um, for me, Evan Hull, is like I don't know what it is, man. That guy, he is just—he's so good as a receiver. Like he's really yeah. good, and he's quite stocky, but he's quite quick still. Um, he doesn't have that long speed. Like he's not going to break one for thirty yards or forty yards, but he is going to outrun a defender over the course of ten, fifteen, twenty yards. But then they're going to catch him up. But he, yeah, he doesn't have long speed, but he is still quick and. I don't know. I don't know what it is about. I was watching. The, I was watching. I was like, this. I I don't want to like him. I don't know why. Maybe I just. I don't know the name Northwestern. So like, yeah, I had a bit of unconscious bias there. I was like, I don't know. I don't, why do I like this guy? And then he was just like, I don't know, man. I was just like, this is. He just shakes tackles really well. He's a really, really, really good receiver. He's patient. Again, lets his blocks develop. I love that about running backs. So yeah, I just. I really like Evan Hull. He ran a four four seven at the combine. I like that. So yeah, um, I think for his size that was pretty solid. He's five ten, two fourteen. So he's a he's a big guy, but he can still he can still move. And yeah, just really really liked Evan Hull. Um, PPR drafts he'd be great for as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So he's he's someone I really like. Um, I like really like Israel Abanakan, but we did sp- speak about him last year on the podcast. Um. Yeah, he's he he is explosive. He is properly explosive. Doesn't have great vision at the line and a bit impatient, but he I really like him. And again, like Ash said, a lot of these guys are complementary pieces, and I think he would be a good complementary piece for like a big, stocky, like short yardage back. Whereas he's the kind of guy that is just going to get the ball and take it fifty yards downfield in a blink of an eye. So yeah, um. I just, I think a lot of these guys complimentary, especially with how deep the free agent class is. As I said earlier, I just think that you're not if in a fancy, uh, in a fancy, you know, outlook. Don't expect much from these guys in year one because I think other than Bijan and Charbonnet and maybe Gibbs, I don't think a lot of these guys are going to see a bell cow or at least an RB one workload until year two or three. So, yeah. But again, there are a couple of guys really like Holland Abanaganda, really like them. Um, I mean, one final one before we go. I mean, where do we, if we assume Bijan's going in the first round, when do we see the second running back off the board? Second round, or is it not even not even that early? <clears throat> I think, I think, I do think that Gibbs, someone will take a shot on Gibbs in the second round. I just think because of his ability as a receiver, that is obviously really, really helpful. I obviously have Sharp above Gibbs, but I do think the same way I have JSN above QJ, I just think that NFL teams are going to value certain skill sets a bit more, and I just think that 
Gibbs going in the second round for me is is very. I think that's a lock. I think there was talk of late foot. I don't think that's going to happen. I've heard a few people say that. Not for me. But again, I would never do it myself. So it's hard to you know really commit to uh, thinking that. But yeah, I think I think Gibbs is a lock for the second. I'll be very surprised if he is still there at three hundred one. I'll be very very surprised. Ash, do you agree? Uh, yeah, I think that um, there's a possibility that he could sneak into the early round three. I, I pegged Denver there just because they've got two early picks in round three. There is a potential there that if they love him that much, that they could jump up and maybe get him the end of round two. Um, I think that the, the sort of like the earliest he'll go, I think, is 34, which is Arizona. I think that they could use a complimentary guy um, next to Connor. Uh, they missed kind of that Chase Edmonds kind of player when he left for Miami that year. So that's, I think, where his the, the ceiling is really for Gibbs. Um, but I think that maybe Charbonnet might be the second guy that goes. Um, and then Gibbs will be within that range. Um, I could see him. I could see the Raiders taking him at 38. Um, Jacobs, obviously, they're not, the, not there next year um, playing under that franchise tag. Um, see if they get that deal done. Cleveland, now Kareem Hunt's gone, another position that he could fall to. Um, so them three, I would say, are probably the pegged positions that I would say, yeah, that's where I could very well see him going, um, which is Cardinals 34, Raiders at 38, Cleveland at 42. But I don't think he falls any further than Denver at 60. Lovely. Um, right, that brings us to the end of running backs. Um, I mean, one of the most interesting positions, I think, uh, that we'll do. Um, Ash, where can people find more from you? Yeah, my, I'm on uh, Twitter and my Twitter handle is at Tilza999s. And uh, Miles, what about you? Um, I'll be on Twitter always for an insane amount uh, at Miles Burrell. Lovely. And uh, you can find us at first and ten underscore. Um, and so make sure you uh, subscribe to get all the latest from uh, all of our draft coverage. We're going to have some uh, Mock drafts, we're going to do every single position in the build-up to draft. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be covering a lot of players. Um, so, you can go back to some of the fantasy podcasts. We uh, we covered a lot of players during that as well. We did a, a college player every week, focusing on them for a bit. Um, but, yeah, so make sure you subscribe and uh, get all the latest content. But, um, yeah, until next time, which uh, I can't actually remember what position we'll be doing next time. But uh, whatever position it is, it will be great. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, until next time, we'll see you later. Thank you.